Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is your host of Talk Architecture Podcast, Naziati Muhammad Yaqob. And today, I would like to talk about the concept of space and time and the relativeness of how a person perceives space and time the common perception and how that is in a way need to be revised or need to be looked at in a different way. This is in conjunction with mental health awareness and understanding of our mind and body and also spirit. So the third one, of course, for those who do not believe in that, you may do so, but my contention is very important that we understand about the soul and the spirit and how that is part of the mind and body experience. Now, why I'm getting this angle to be an important angle in actually understanding about or expanding our theory of architecture and philosophy of architecture. So this is why I am discussing this now on now, the now. So what is time? What is the past when you realize that you're now, you now, you are in the present moment where you are in, doing something or there's a situation happening to you at the present moment, obviously. And when you thought about or you're thinking about a certain point in history in the past, for example, when you were in school playing basketball or playing sport or some sort of a memory when you went on a school trip, that memory is not about then, that memory is about now. That is, you're thinking about it now and what that does to you. Yeah. So, basically, the concept of time, that there is a past, is actually something that you want to include in the present. The past is the past, it's just bunch of memories that is in your subconscious or conscience. And you just want to go back there and take, or you want to back, not go back there, but go into your memory banks and dig up that memory, whether for a purpose, purposefully, or just reminiscing. So it is for now. There is no then. So when there is no then, then your understanding about time and space is different. Now, yeah, I teach architecture history for a long time. And yeah, so this is the biggest conundrum when you teach architecture history, isn't it? When you explain about architecture history to students of architecture, you tend to talk about styles, right? Or evidence that is around you. Like if there is an old building that we could access, 
um, which have a certain style of a certain period in the past, then we talk about it. And it's very important to talk about the context of that past because then there is no relevance to the student of architecture about just the style. So style is quite vacuous in a way, uh, just, you know, this is the facade and this is how this facade is, you know, it's not history of architecture. So that is why when we are not historians or we don't learn enough about history of architecture to teach history of architecture, there's no purpose, there's no relevance in terms of learning and the depth of learning that we need to do or the students need to do. So oh, it would, you know, it's just wash over them. Okay, this is style, sure, fine. <coughs> so, excuse me. So going back into the time and space. So it's about space as well. You know, um, the sense of space when you encounter something in the past we don't really have that sense of space in the now. We just have the memory of something. We don't have the sense of space because space is very much to do with now. Like right now, I'm in the space in a room and um, I'm, I'm, uh, that's my mind space, my body space, my interaction, my sense of, sense of uh, space, sense of uh, place my surroundings, smell, touch, you know, the whole thing about the senses, sensorial experience that I'm having to do with the sense of space and the time is now. So same with the future. Um, I may draw something for the client that this is going to be a sketch and this is going to be realized in the future and as much as I would like to show it in a drawing form, model, whatever, and try to conceptualize it from my mind to the drawing so that it can be shared. But that's all it is. It is still the now. So it's the faith of what's going to happen in the future. The faith that something, as you conceptualize it and put it in drawings or computer-aided programs or digital architecture, you show it and you still, you're still a Godzilla looking at a model. You're not, okay, you can go into the eye-level perspectives going in the space. You try to make some sense of the space, but there is no smell, no touch, no sensorial experience. So, okay, people are trying to do that, have a virtual reality sort of conceptualization experience of the space that you can inject all these other senses. But that's predictable. That's a prediction for the future. So I'm kind of fascinated about it in many ways. And in architectural sense, I'm giving all those points there regarding sensorial experience. That is the biggest, um, what do you call it, criteria or the biggest, um, it make up the biggest thing in the sense of now. So this now, now, what's happening now is, um, is something that, will be a precedent or something that will be in the past later on. And 
giving you a lesson, giving you an experience for you to move to 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 create ideas, to to remember, to write, to to document, uh, and uh, to convince others. If you're in architectural profession as a designer, you to convince others that, yeah, you'd want to create this in the future. It's so speculative. Architecture is such a speculative and such a, yeah, it's creativity, imagination. It is the the basis of it, mere speculation of what you can do, what you want to create for the future based on past experience, understanding of past experience and the skills that you need to have, like I said just now, in drawing and making models. So where does this conversation take us from here? What this conversation uh, take us in terms of an architectural designer's perception is just that. We realize what architecture is about. And that's the core of the design process, really. I mean, to be aware of now, to be aware about this time and space um, relationship. And it's important. I think many theorists have discussed about this. And um, I got to thinking about it, not from architectural design or education, I got to think it think about this from a mental health perspective as a perspective as I mentioned earlier because it is important that an individual a person um be present in the moment and not dwell in the past and not to speculate too much in the future for mental health reasons if one is having a depression or having some sort of negativity, negative emotion or, tr- or trying to cope this uh, emotions um, that may not be uh, helpful yeah. So uh, to the state of your mental health. So you would, um, it'd be good to understand about this concept of the now and time and space relative. Because um, it just centers your energy to the to now, you know, rather than uh, you know your mind could just overthink or um, go into uh, affect your body if you're in an in this emotion that, um, for example, you're sad or something, and 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 you're angry or something, and you do. You do something to your body that that is not good. Maybe you know uh, that there could be a lot of things that you could uh, abuse your body. Overeating, maybe you know, or harm yourself. Those things happen to people with um, mental health issues and disorders. So, so therefore. This now thing, understanding about now and and understanding about being present in a moment and just 
being calm and joy in being and have some peacefulness at that moment uh, regardless of um, what's going on, you know. Um, a moment ago, you know, trying to center oneself, collect one's energy and just uh, meditate maybe to help, you know, using deep breathing techniques or meditate on something in the environment, focus upon something, maybe do a task, listening to music or something, read a book or something that you would like to do to calm yourself down. So reacting to the now, that is important to not be in an imbalanced state. So could this notion, could this idea be helping with understanding architecture? So I mentioned about it just now, about the limitations of uh, the imagination or conceptualization or the process of design. But in terms of doing architecture or having one's own senses and being um, being present in the moment would help with the process of designing uh, something rather than having a, what do you call it, a writer's block or a designer's block. I mean, drawing, the, the, the act of drawing, that communication between your mind and your psychomotor skills, uh, such as drawing a model or artistic pursuits, maybe an expression that could come out on paper, come and and give some, some uh, ideas to fruition. And I, perhaps that is the now that we need to to deal with to to have and maybe it will help with those struggling in terms of um, drawing um, or in terms of starting to draw starting to find ideas maybe there is this this technique where students of architecture could could learn and and if they're new to it and maybe for those who who are more experienced um, it will help them to be much more um, to go into more depth in the beginning of design for example uh, maybe go and express or experiment with different things I think it's important uh, to do with theory and practice. I mean, the, the, the whole mind and body thing uh, and expressions and artistic pursuits. And um, when you understand about the pre being present in the moment, when you see the value or the, um, the importance of it, when you realize about the importance of it and... Able, yeah, control is something that architects like to do, but but uh, the preconceivedness of things, maybe we could throw it out the window for a while, you know, not being preconceived and, and absorb a lot of meanings, a lot of concepts when you're dealing with the now. 
So there could be a technique or formula of designing that that is available for anyone, and the creativity, the the how to to start being creative that could be available for anyone, even non-designers, and um, yeah. People talk about design thinking. People talk about system thinking. What is that? You know, maybe the whole process could be best uh, reviewed, and um, maybe in mentoring or in coaching, um, the coach or the mentor could be much more um, helpful to the mentee or those who are studying under them or learning f- with them or learning from them. So yeah, this idea of now, I kept thinking about that nowness. YouTube, there is a YouTube video that that um, a school of architecture, I think, or a group of people talk about nowness in architecture. Okay, we could have a look at that, for example, what they're doing in that, and I'm I'm sure this is something that is not. Um, strange or this is not a novel idea that original idea but others have thought about this but I'm thinking it in terms of um, uh, how it will help with our design process obviously because that's what I'm concerned about and and it really helps you know other disciplines such as psychology um other disciplines actually help in architectural uh, thought and, and thinking process and also architecture theory, obviously. Um, it all comes together. And I hope that this helps to give some some ideas into um, your, think, your thinking process. And uh, thank you very much for listening for this short interlude or not that short just 20 minutes and hope to see you again in the next episode thank you